You're listening to Unhooked. On today's episode, the bliss of blamelessness and why living with integrity is so important for recovery. So, stay tuned. One, two, three, four. Hi, I'm Jeremy Lipwitz, and with over 12 years of meditation experience as a mindfulness trainer and coach for high performers, I've become obsessed with helping people break free from compulsive, unhealthy behaviors and addictions and step into a life of true freedom so that they can finally become their best selves and cultivate deeper and lasting fulfillment. I've created Unhooked, the Breaking Porn Addiction Podcast to give you simple, actionable, step-by-step strategies to master your mind and optimize your life. This is Unhooked. So welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Unhooked. I'm your host, Jeremy Lipkowitz, this time at a Airbnb in New York, in upstate New York. I've come here for just a few days of kind of a solo retreat, some time to get away, to slow down, uh, spend some time reading and writing and uh, just being by myself in nature. So it's been a really nice trip so far to New York, and I've also really enjoyed coming up here to to upstate New York uh, to get away for a little while and just kind of reflect and read. It's been nice. So today I wanted to talk about something that is called the bliss of blamelessness. This has been on my mind for a few months to do a podcast about this because it's a topic that comes up so often in my work with my clients and in the discovery calls that I have with potential clients. And, you know, the thing with porn addiction is that one of the harms of porn addiction is the psychological distress that comes when we know we're out of alignment with our integrity, with our values, just that feeling that we're not living in the way that we should be living. And in particular, if we feel like we're engaged in something that might be uh, unskillful, might be harmful, might be unethical, There's a lot of psychological distress that that can cause. And this can show up in many different ways in our life. You know, one of the ways that it manifests is that fear of being found out. So the thought is, you know, what would people think of me if they knew what I was up to? Or I can't get involved in this project because I don't want to risk people finding out about the real me. Or, you know, one of the the things that I remember when I was engaged in porn addiction was feeling like I couldn't hand someone my phone or my laptop because I was afraid that I might have forgotten to clear my search history or forgot to close down a browser. And I actually remember this one time handing someone a phone and I had forgotten to close down, uh, you know, an internet, a porn site. And I had this kind of moment of awkwardness where, you know, they saw what was on my screen for a moment. So there's all this fear of being found out, you know, that fear that we're going to get caught, we're going to get found out, people will find out what we're really up to. There's also the way that this can manifest is that belief that we're inherently broken or that we're tainted because of the things that we're engaged with. So we might believe that we're not good enough. We might believe that we don't deserve a good relationship, that we don't deserve the happiness that we're getting. And we can end up sabotaging our own success because of these beliefs. So it's this psychological distress again, you know, this feeling 
of, of pain and suffering and heaviness that we hold on to. And it's painful to live that double life, you know, to be living a lie, to be having skeletons in your closet and feel like you need to hide a part of yourself. This is one of the things that comes up so much in addiction and particularly with this addiction to porn is that feeling of hiding, lying, you know, keeping things hidden. It's also painful to live with the knowledge that you have harmed someone, you've caused harm to yourself or to other people. You know, with porn addiction, one of the ways that manifests is through sexual misconduct. So maybe just the act of watching porn can be harmful to a partner if we are in a relationship and hiding that from them. Uh, You know, that can be seen as a betrayal. It can also be that our porn habit is causing us to behave in ways that are unskillful or harmful. So maybe we're objectifying people. Maybe we're letting our lust get the better of us. Um, Maybe we're engaged in illegal acts. You know, there's so many ways that these things can cause harm to ourselves and to other people. So this is kind of the state, you know, the state of affairs and where I just want to lay that foundation of where it's coming from because it paints a good contrast to this concept of the bliss of blamelessness. And I remember the first time I heard about this concept, the bliss of blamelessness, and it's so it was so tantalizing, so attractive to me. So I wanted to talk about it today. Now, in Buddhist practice, ethics are very important. And in fact, the Buddha, before he would teach people meditation, he actually taught them ethics and generosity, that these were the first things he taught before people could learn how to meditate. They were seen as the the gateway to meditation. At first, you would practice living an ethical life. You would practice generosity. And once you establish those as your foundation, then you could learn about meditation and how to stabilize the mind, how to uproot these forces of craving and aversion in the mind. And One of the reasons, there's kind of two reasons why the Buddha taught ethics and generosity first. One is that it was just a faster way to experience happiness. So for example, with generosity, the the moment you practice generosity, it leads to that feeling of of warmth and goodness and happiness in, in your mind and in your life. Whereas meditation is a bit of a slower path. You know, it's for anyone who has tried meditation, you know, it's you sit down and it's not like you instantly feel at peace or enlightened. Sometimes it's the opposite. You know, sometimes you come face to face with how distracted and crazy your mind is. So it's not necessarily the fastest path to happiness. It's a very long-term sustainable one. But in some ways, the fastest path is generosity and ethics. So this is one of the reasons that it was taught first. The other reason is that if you're not living an ethical life, if you're not practicing some form of ethical living, it's very hard to calm and stabilize the mind. You know, if you sit down to meditate and in your life you're practicing sexual misconduct and, you know, all kinds of engaged in uh, killing or stealing or lying, it's very hard to have a stable mind to actually reap some of the benefits of meditation. And so ethics can be seen as building this foundation for our meditation practice. So what are the ethical practices in Buddhism? In in Buddhist philosophy, there are these 
what are called the five precepts. So these are five ethical training principles that we undertake uh, in Buddhist practice. Essentially, there are things like do not kill, do not steal, do not lie, to not have or engage in sexual misconduct, and to not consume or take drugs or intoxicants that lead to heedlessness. So those are the five ethical training precepts. Now, what is the bliss of blamelessness? What this is, is when you are living in alignment with these ethical precepts, when you're living a life of integrity, when you're not causing harm with your actions, when you speak and act with good intentions, and your mind is actually clear from regret and shame, you experience the bliss of blamelessness. This is a mind that is free from fear or anxiety or dread. You know, when you know that you are living in alignment with your values, when you are living with integrity, there's this experience of, it's almost bliss. You know, it's like this feeling of weightlessness. There's no nervousness or fear, like what if somebody catches me? What if somebody finds out what I'm up to? What if somebody sees my search history? You can move through the world with this feeling of lightness. And it's, it's you know, to be honest, it's quite blissful. And so this is the bliss of blamelessness. And it is quite the opposite of the feeling of turmoil that we feel when we're engaged in hiding and lying and engaged in these addictions in unhealthy ways. So how do we live with the bliss of blamelessness? Well, you know, the most important thing is to follow a path of ethics, you know, to actually, first of all, understand what are the ethical principles you want to live by. The five precepts of Buddhism are, are one, but there's many others, you know, and I'm not going to say that one is better than the other. I like the five precepts. They're very secular. They're very straightforward. But just having some code of ethics that you live by is important. Because if you're not clear on what, what your ethical principles are, it's hard to know if you're actually following, you know, and being in integrity. This is why a lot of the work I do with my clients is really getting clear on, okay, what are your values? What are the ethical principles you want to follow? So, you know, to live with the bliss of blamelessness, you know, following a path of ethics and living in alignment with your values. You know, if one of your values is honesty, then, you know, making sure that you're being honest. If one of your values is being bold and, you know, living, you know, your dreams, it's like to follow those and be in alignment with those. Now, one thing I just want to say about the five precepts, they're not about, you know, sins. Like if you do any one of those, then you are a sinner and a bad person. Instead, they're seen as training precepts. And the more you can be in alignment with these five, the greater the experience of happiness and bliss you'll experience. So again, the first one is to not kill or cause harm. So to not harm any living being. The second one, you know, to not steal, to not take what has not been freely offered. The third one, to not lie, to not speak untruths, to not cause discord with your, your words. The fourth, again, no sexual misconduct. So to not cause harm with your sexuality. And then the fifth, no drugs or intoxicants that lead to heedlessness. And this, you know, there's some, there's a gray area here. It's like, okay, wh what leads to heedlessness? Like, 
Is caffeine a drug? Yes. Does it lead to heedlessness? Not for most people. And so for most people, caffeine is fine. But there are other ones that are gray areas. You know, for you, if you have trouble with alcohol, if alcohol is something that leads to heedlessness, that might be something to stay away from. Same, you know, with, with marijuana, with other drugs. You know, one way of seeing porn is it's a drug that leads to heedlessness. So porn is kind of a double whammy because it's also can be seen as sexual misconduct depending on how you use it. So just thinking about these five precepts, and again, the more you can be in alignment with these precepts and these values, the more you can experience the bliss of blamelessness. So that's all I wanted to say today on this short episode about living with integrity, you know, following a ethical principles or ethical guidelines and experience the bliss of blamelessness. As always, if you'd like to support the show, the best way to do that is to hit the subscribe button so you never miss any content and leave a review if you can. So signing on to Apple Podcasts to leave a review helps spread the word about this podcast. And finally, if you are interested in getting one-on-one coaching, getting support, you know where to go. Click on the show notes and you will find information about my one-on-one coaching program. You're welcome to sign up for a free discovery call where we can look at your situation and see, you know, is coaching right for you? Is getting support the next step in your journey? So that's it for today. I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day and your week. And we'll catch you on the next episode.